and welcome to this episode of NFP, KVOU's feature on local nonprofit organizations. I'm Jason, your host, and on this program, I spoke with Executive Director Tom Ardile of the Recovery Council of Southeast Texas. This interview was recorded recently on a rainy day. You can hear the rain in the background at the council located on Washington Boulevard in Beaumont. Well, Tom, before we get started on this uh, episode of NFP here on KVLU, thanks for being here. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. And I literally mean thanks for being here because NFP is on location and we haven't been on location in a long time. So it's great to, to be here at the Recovery Council of Southeast Texas. So thanks for inviting us by. Absolutely. My pleasure. On this show, we always like to kind of start off, especially if it's a, a refresher for the audience, what the mission of the council is here in, in Southeast Texas. Right. You know, like most organizations, we have a, a worthy mission, right? But the sure. truth is, we are a nonprofit organization that provides substance use disorder treatment to individuals who are at the end of their rope. Okay. Uh, we, we help people who may have lost their jobs, lost their families, and lost their insurance. So a lot of our clients that we treat are individuals who have no funding mechanism. They have no other safety net. So we are the last resort for a lot of people. And pertaining to that, what are some specific services that, that you offer to, to, uh, to follow that mission? Right. So we're trying to do everything we can to fill all the gaps that are out there. Okay. Uh, we provide, you can put it all into two camps, outpatient and inpatient. Okay. So our outpatient services are just like going to your doctor, right, where you go and visit your doctor for an hour and then you go home. So we, we have that available either through the Internet, through telehealth, face to face as well and also even through the telephone if necessary so uh, that is really where you can get assessments done uh, you get individual counseling and you also get group counseling as well okay um, so but on the other side of that though we also have inpatient services so this is a 24 7 highly intensive program okay. where individuals stay with us for up to 60 to 90 days for a lot of treatment so really they begin at eight o'clock in the morning and they go all through the evening through 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. And okay. so it's something where these individuals, you know, honestly are fighting for their lives. So we're there with them. Yeah. And then, you know, we're, we're working hard for them as well. Now, right now, what we have is a 40-bed residential unit for men only. One of my missions is to do everything I can to find the, the ways to do the same services for women. So we're, we're looking at different uh, options that are available to renovate and do some different things um, to provide services for women because we know it's a huge need in our area. It's just it's not very available. I want to talk about the opioid crisis. What are some specific things dealing with, with addiction that are affecting Southeast Texas right now? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely incredible what's going on right now. So first off, over the past you know five to ten years, our area has been experiencing all these huge catastrophes. Hurricane Harvey yeah. um, and all these different floods and everything, those are they really destroy yeah. lives. They cause a cumulative stress. And mm. so a lot of people react to that stress in different ways. Some individuals do not cope very well, and so they seek drugs and alcohol. Okay. And so we know, the science shows, that the, the, the need, the, the, the number of people who, who, who get into addiction increases, you know, typically about a year or two after a large event like that. Well, we've had several. And so we know there's a lot of people that are reaching that pinnacle, that point where they you know, where they're losing jobs and things like that. And so you know we're at at the point where we know we need to you know definitely do everything we can to find ways to serve as many people as possible. 
Okay. Now, the unfortunate part is we're also dealing with COVID-19. Yeah. And so during COVID-19, yeah. a lot of the social services that are out there have either been working from home or mm -hmm. at a limited capacity. Yeah. So typically, you know, those individuals that I was just talking about, they would seek treatment. Right. There'd be, there's a lot of different you know, ways to seek treatment throughout this area. 911 you can kind of lead you to a lot of things. Going to a hospital can lead you to a lot of things as well. However, these social services are not really running at full capacity. So what we're seeing in this area, actually throughout Texas, is a huge increase in opioid deaths. Okay. Um, I've received a lot of reports from HHSC, just really kind of alerts, talking about you know, how the significant increase uh, and I mean statistically significant. So it's okay. not just anecdotal what I'm talking about here. It's, it's very much a huge issue of a large deaths. Uh, but also, just there is some anecdotal evidence I have for this local area. So just in this local area, probably in the past three to four weeks or so, we've had five individuals have passed away from overdose. Okay. Now, what we're seeing, what I'm, and what I'm learning from the different you know, law enforcement agencies and the different meetings that I have, is that we're seeing a huge influx of fentanyl that's being laced into a lot of the common drugs that we normally have around here. And mm -hmm. so these individuals are taking something, but they don't really know what's inside it, right? It can be very deadly very quickly. Um, it's also very hard to identify. So mm -hmm. there's not that many tests out there to help parents, schools, law enforcement, hospitals to identify if an individual does have fentanyl in their system. Because okay. it's sort of a relatively new thing actually in our area. So, okay. so what we're doing here in Southeast Texas, is we're trying to do everything we can to try and see if we can you know, work to help this crisis. Uh, what we've done, we're ordering some new uh, uh, test panels so that we can work with our different partner agencies to try and help identify the impact and the intensity of fentanyl in our area and try and prevent and get ahead of the curve so we don't have so many people dying. But I work with this population because these are some of the best people in the world. And I don't say that lightly. And I, it's, it's easy to do, but it's just so true. Because these are folks that have really wanted to turn their life around. They've worked hard to, to do so. And then now they want to find a way to give back. And to see that light bulb come on and see them do that and see them come around. It really can touch you. And it's really a rewarding career. But it's also very heartbreaking when you see these individuals who are actually you know, successful in your program. But you know maybe six months or a year down the road, you see them that they may have passed away. So um, you know, it's, it's a... It's a very um, important thing for us to do, and uh, but we know that this opioid crisis is huge and it's going to be hitting us much harder than, than it ever has before because of all the different crises that have happened in our area, here in Southeast Texas specifically. Tom, thank you. Good to meet you. Oh, you're welcome. Good to meet you. My guest on this episode of NFP was Tom Ardow. He is the executive director of the Recovery Council of Southeast Texas. For more information, you can visit them on Facebook, also at their website, recoverycouncilsetx.org. Also, their residential number is 409-840-9350, and their outpatient number is 409-840-2001. NFP is available as a podcast on all the major podcast platforms and also on the NPR one app. You can also tune in each Thursday morning here on KVLU. Stay connected.